Welcome to the Medical Moments Podcast, brought to you by the Palm Beach Health Network. Each episode, we will bring you the latest health and wellness information to keep you and your family well. Now, here are the hosts of Medical Moments, Laura Albertini and Ryan Lieber. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the newest edition of the Medical Moments Podcast. I'm Ryan Lieber, joined this week by Dave DePino. And this week, Dave and I got a chance to chat with orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Chadwick Hampton, about an assortment of issues, including the new Corey surgical system, which is used on knees for partial and total replacement. Dave, how's it going? And it really was a great opportunity to talk about some of the new technology that we have right here at Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center. I'm great. Yeah, that was great. He talked about the advanced technology as well as the implants used, which I found fascinating as well. Yeah, we're going to get into all that with him, including some of the new renovations that are going on at the hospital as well when it comes to the orthopedic unit. So here is our interview with orthopedic surgeon Dr. Chadwick Hampton of Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center in this edition of the Medical Moments podcast. Dr. Hampton, thank you so much for joining us today on the Medical Moments Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be back. Uh, It was a good time the last time I was here, so uh, let's get it going. Let's get it going. I want to start with this. Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center just recently started performing what is called the Cori Procedure. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and how it works? Uh, Yeah, so the last time I was here, I uh, discussed the Navio a uh, robotic um, system. Uh, the Cori system is an updated version. You can think of it as Navio 2.0. Um, and it, the software is basically the same. However, all the equipment is improved, the hardware. So the burr, the speed, the, uh, the uh, speed of the camera, meaning the eyes of the robot, the processing of the, the computer, it's all faster, so it makes it makes the speed of the surgery even faster, and it has a little bit even more precision than it already had. So it's, it's just the uh, it's just an upgraded version of their previous technology. Doctor Hampton, so I guess when permanent joint damage, pain, swelling, stiffness, lack of mobility, those types of um, you know ailments, they persist. Um, surgical reconstruction of the joint, more commonly known as joint replacement, may be something to consider talking over with an orthopedic surgeon. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's, that is correct. I mean, there's many different ways or pathology, if you will, that can cause cartilage death. And that's the end, of the, the end result of arthritis is cartilage death. And it can happen from different ways. It can happen from garden variety, osteoarthritis, even wear and tear rheumatoid arthritis or another inflammatory arthropathy trauma and then 20 years later you can get arthritis so there's different pathways down this road but the road leads to the same place which is cartilage death which is bone on bone which is inflammation pain and discomfort and which leads to um inability to carry out the things that you want to do in life and dysfunction and that's what, and that's really, I'm a, I'm a dysfunction surgeon. I, I help with quality of life and dis, dysfunction when these, when all the modalities that we've tried that are non-operative have failed. So Dr. Hampton, 
a little bit more on the Corey procedure. How would you say this procedure, you mentioned Navio at the top of your first answer. How is this procedure, would you say, different than previous knee procedures that have been performed in the past? Um, in general, robotic assisted surgery is different in the main fact of the accuracy and the reproducibility of the surgery. And then third, I can tailor the surgery specifically to that patient's anatomy. So in general, for example, the human eye can see maybe three degrees of difference of an angle or in terms of millimeters, a millimeter or less, but you can't see less than a millimeter. The Cori or robotic systems in general allow you to place the implant and make incremental changes less than a millimeter or one degree changes in the position of the implants, which can affect the overall mechanics of the implant and overall durability of the implant and the outcome of the patient. And that's what we're trying to go for. We're trying to go for improved outcomes um, with using robotic assisted surgery. We've done knee replacements traditional with traditional techniques for, you know, 50, 60 years, but we're still trying to improve. You mentioned uh, implants. What type of materials are used in these knee joint implants? Uh, all different types, uh, actually, but the most common today are titanium and stainless steel. Uh, they're both uh, metal alloys, so they're a mixture of metals. Uh, there are some new uh, technologies out there. There's a metal, ceramicized metal. So there's, it's a metal with a ceramic coating called octinium. Uh, one company specifically is proprietary to them. So there, and that is supposed to, at least they claim, give a longer durability or longer survivability of the implant. Right now, implants uh, currently we know are lasting about 20 years. Um, so we're trying to come up and, and, and improve our technology and the implants that we're putting in that will last longer than that and have more durability or more survivability. Uh, so those are three examples of the, of, the, uh, of the metals that are used, but the most common are titanium and stainless steel. What are the benefits as we move forward here in the future, Dr. Hampton, for having these procedures using this new technology, whether it's for knee procedures or otherwise with some of the uh, titanium or other sort of um, metals that, you know, people can have in their bodies now and, and be able to recover from and kind of live and go back to that life of normalcy that they were used to living prior to surgery. Well, that, that is the real benefit right there is to get back your quality of life or get back in the game, if you will. Um, again, I'm, I'm a more of a quality of life surgeon. And uh, people most often come to me with either pain in their joint or instability, but either which way is causing them dysfunction. Um, and specifically robotic technology or all the newer technologies that are coming out, even, either with metal metallurgy, meaning the different metals that we're using, trying to try different metals for implants to get more survivability or how we're putting the implants in using other technology to aid us in putting in the implants. Right now it's robotics. In the future, it's already being developed. They're developing uh, virtual reality. Um, so you'll be able to have a headset up almost like the, the Google glasses, if you will. And you'll see like the anatomy in your headset, in the glasses while you're doing the case.
So there, there's, there's a lot of new things coming out that are just just to aid the surgeon to being able to put the uh, implants in the perfect position for the patient in order to try to get the best outcome. Now, you mentioned a lot of robotic knee replacement. Do you also offer robotic-assisted, minimally invasive hip replacement as well? I do. I do. Um, hip replacement is in the robotic sphere, specter, is a little bit behind knee replacement. Um, I think personally because, and uh, this is a personal opinion, uh, because the hip is a ball and socket joint, we've done pretty well at reconstructing that. Um, it's not as complex as, complex as the knee joint. The knee joint has six degrees of freedom. It's way more complex of a joint. And what we've recreated in terms of what we've designed as implants is not very, it's not close to what our natural knee kinematic and, and mechanisms are. It's close, but it's not what, not even close to as a ball and socket joint. And therefore, I think that's one of the reasons that we have issues, more issues with knees than hips. Hips do better overall, 99, 90 to 95% success rate in terms of outcomes versus knees are more like 80, 80 to 85. So that's a big gap. And that's, we're trying to close that gap. Um, so in terms of hip replacements, I use it for more advanced cases uh, where there's deformity or where maybe there was a trauma before and there's plate or other implants or hardware that I have to take out first before we do the implant. And that helped me with my positioning of the, uh, of the implants. But in terms of my average cases, I don't use uh, um, robotics on hips, but I do use it on every knee as long as the patient is interested. Dr. Hampton, recently Palmage Gardens Medical Center underwent some renovations to their orthopedic unit. Um, I was hoping maybe you could talk a little bit about what are some of the amenities to this new unit and how it helps surgeons like yourself when patients go there to recover? Oh, yeah, yes, that is correct. There was a recent renovation that just finished uh, a couple months ago. Um, one of the, A couple of the main points, uh, all single rooms, and one of the best things is that you have specific orthopedic nurses. So that means you have a nurse that is trained specifically and specializes in orthopedic care. You won't have a nurse uh, that ever gets what we what they call floated or transferred from another floor to the orthopedic floor when they were a med surge nurse or ICU nurse and not used to taking care of orthopedic patients and that's that that's big in terms of the the, the immediate recovery in terms of the uh, phys physical therapy and just the uh, comfort of the patient while they're in the hospital recovering that first night secondly they renovated the PT area, which is right on the floor. So you have all your acti activities of daily living. You learn how to go upstairs. You learn how to get in and out of a car. You learn how to do your laundry. You learn how to wash dishes. So all of these are simulated. There's basically a simulator for physical therapy for all of those, quote, activities of daily living right on the floor. And then there's a, also a lead orthopedic nurse that is uh, basically the orthopedic coordinator for uh, um, joints and spine uh, that basically is, is following you through the whole process. Her name's Judy DeLosa. Uh, she's a wonderful lady, uh, and she basically takes care of you from the beginning to the end of once you get admitted, 
and following and making sure that all your care is being coordinated appropriately. We'll be right back with Dr. Chadwick Hampton after this. Hey, Laura, did you know that Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center has a newly renovated 15-bed orthopedic unit? All rooms are private and include details and amenities like armoires, plush sofa beds for guests, and generous countertops and desk space for working. They even have private bathrooms and showers, which are designated and equipped for safety. That's right. Not all. They also offer a rehabilitation center furnished with various daily activity stimulators to prepare you for driving, using the restroom, shower or tub, and going up and down stairs post-surgery. At the end of the day, our patients and their guests can unwind in our comfortable private dining area to enjoy refreshments and stretch their legs. For more information or to speak to our orthopedic nurse navigator, Judy, call 855-769-2969. And now back to our interview with Dr. Chadwick Hampton. Dr. Hampton, of recovery from robotic surgery, what should a patient expect? Um, yeah, so in terms of uh, knee replacement and hip replacement, hip replacement is a little faster, maybe a couple weeks. It's a little bit easier to recover for. But in general, um, if you're going to be an inpatient, you stay one night. Uh, you're up walking, ambulating that evening with a walker. You're discharged the next day either to home or to rehab. And if you're going home, a nursing team and physical therapy will come to the house. You'll start uh, early range of motion. Uh, you'll be off the walker approximately at two to three weeks and then uh, to a cane and then off the cane at approximately a month. Um, approximately desk job. If you have a desk job, it'd be reasonable to go back to work at about four to six weeks. Uh, if you're actually laboring, it's probably realistically more like two to three months. Um, and you're doing pretty well at around the three month mark, but you're not you don't have your strength back yet. So you still are in therapy uh, trying to gain your strength up until about three, uh, four to five months uh, for full recovery. And what do you offer for pain? Um, you know, if that does come up, I know everyone's different. Every case is different. But what are some of the options available? Uh, so now we, we've actually learned a lot about pain in the last um, 10 years. Um, we, now we're doing a lot of peripheral nerve blocks. So this is interoperatively and preoperatively. We're not using general anesthetics as much. We're using spinals and peripheral nerve blocks where you can kind of, uh, pick off and make one of the nerves kind of go to sleep, uh, for more pain control initially. We're also using a cocktail, if you will. So this is a combination of lidocaine, marcaine, and a whole bunch of other medications that you uh, infuse in the soft tissues on the way out as you close the wound. And then also cold therapy and education. One of the biggest things is education. It is going to hurt. Uh, it, it, it is uncomfortable, uh, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel, tunnel and you can get through this pain. We can work through it. Um, I try to use minimal narcotics. Uh, we, use nar we use NSAIDs, so like Motrin and Celebrex or Naproxen, those type of medications. Uh, some muscle relaxers, but I try to stay away from the narcotics as much as possible. Um, I usually give about a week of narcotics and then that's it and try to transition off. Dr. Hampton, 
why is it so important for people not to delay care at this juncture? It seems like, unfortunately, that is a trend we're seeing because of people maybe concerned about COVID and they're living in pain. Why is it important that people come to the hospital if they're having any sort of orthopedic issues to get taken care of right now? Well, it's just like uh, it's just like anything. This uh, this COVID um, epi- epidemic pandemic has um, changed our world, and one of the things that you've kind of alluded to, uh, especially in the cardiac world, there have been a there has been a uh, very high increase of cardiac events because patients have been afraid to come to the hospital or afraid to go to the doctors. And that has also crossed over into the orthopedic sphere. Um, patients have consistently, uh, it's been a wave. Uh, my my, my uh, practice has come kind of recovered and then kind of dipped back again and then recovered because of basically fear and just in general, uh, patients delaying care because of the unknown. The problem with that is, is that other things happen. If you're, if you're having this much pain, you get more depressed. If you have this much pain, then you can have a cardiac events. If you have this much pain because your hip is hurting, you can have a fall and then have a fracture and then break your hip or break your knee because you didn't, didn't actually deal with the pathology that was going on at the time because of the certain social situation that we're currently in. So it is, I do kind of urge patients, I mean, it is safe. We've been doing uh, elective surgery um, for over a year now during this pandemic. Um, It's safe to get treatment in the hospitals. It's safe to go to clinics. We're taking all the uh, uh, proper precautions and following all the CDC guidelines. And delaying care actually can cause other pathology or other symptoms to occur in other parts of your body or other organ systems. And that's why it's imperative to actually get checked out when things don't seem right with your body. And last but not least, why do you think it's important and why should patients choose the Palm Beach Health Network to get their healthcare needs taken care of? Uh, Well, the Palm Beach Health Network, um, they're extensive. They're all over Palm Beach County in the southern part of, of South Florida. Um, there's hospitals and clinics everywhere. There's a com- it's a comprehensive network. So in general, I'm a specialist. So you have orthopedic care, but you have your urologic care, you have OBGYN, all the primary specialties. Um, so you can get comprehensive care throughout the entire network and it's convenient. Um, I'm currently located at Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center right across the street uh, at 3375 Burns Road. Um, but overall, they, it's a good group and organization. The nurses and staff are friendly, kind, take care of you, and really have your best interests at heart. And our thanks once again to Dr. Chadwick Hampton of Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center. And Dave, I really enjoyed talking to him and just it's so amazing to see some of the technology that we have right here in our own backyard. And as those weekend warriors maybe sort of wear out their joints, it's good to know that they have a place to go to to have those procedures done so they can get back, as he said, to the normalcy of their everyday lives. Yeah, quality of life uh, is important. He said he treats, you know, dysfunction and, you know, there's not really much that can be done to an 
arthritic joint that that's worn out besides total replacement. So um, to have it robotically for precision and accuracy and quicker recovery, you know, is great for everyone in our community. It certainly is. So once again, our thanks to Dr. Chadwick Hampton for taking the time to talk with us. And thanks to you, the listener, for listening to another episode. And that is going to wrap things up on this edition of the Medical Moments podcast. For Dave, I'm Ryan. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. Have a good one. That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to go where podcasts are available to rate and leave a review. Also, tell a friend about our show and don't miss our next episode. For more valuable information, visit our website at palmbeachhealthnetwork.com and visit our social media sites to learn more about local events and happenings at our five hospitals. Thanks for tuning in to Medical Moments, a podcast brought to you by the Palm Beach Health Network, a community built on care.